Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Piedel Canyon, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! <laughs> Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome on this fine Tuesday morning. Some would say, someone have you, would have you believe it's the worst day of the week. It's not. <laughs> it's not. How are we doing out there, folks? How are you doing, Natch? How are you feeling? I thank you. Yeah, me too. Full of beans. Slept really well last night. Well, actually, I'm, I'm full of lentils, so apologies in advance <laughs> for anyone using the studio after me. How are you doing out there, friends? A big good morning to Coco, Vero, Eugene, and all the other people who yet remain anonymous in the live audience. If you want to be a member of the crew this morning, it's very simple. You go to twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. Twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. If you want to interact with the show outside of our live hours, you go to um, Instagram at professional bohemian. Or if you want to um, have access to every single VOD of the episode ever, as well as other stuff, some surprise things I've started uploading, you go to my Patreon. Patreon.com barra professional bohemian. Bohemio Profesional, pero en inglés. Come on, guys. I know it's difficult to write. You can do it. You can do it. All right, friends. I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning, and wow, did they prepare a show for me today. In our 100 humans, I ask 100 humans to name something a bald man. (sighs) Yeah, I'm feeling triggered, Natch. Name something a bald man could model. Anything. Bald men can do anything, Natch. <laughs> Natch isn't bald, by the way. Yet. <laughs> It'll happen. Are you you keep on threatening to shave your head, man. When's that gonna happen? Uh, not yet, but well. Would you let me do later. Would you let me do it on a radio show? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert, eh? I, I like I shave my own head. You know, it's a true story. I actually I actually shave with cuchilla, with a um, with a razor my own head. And I only cut myself 90% of the time, Stan. Just uh, <laughs> just as, you know, forewarning. <laughs> but still, I would be happy. I would be happy to be a hairdresser. Uh, yeah, nombra algo que un calvo pueda modelar. Modelar, would you say? Model? Yeah, okay. Um, in today's Complete the News, we find out what a Florida roofing company... Uh, Empresa de Tejados, I guess. You know, the the guys who make your roofs. What a Florida roofing company is giving away with um, uh, as a part of a Thanksgiving special deal. Um, Acción de gracias, he said Thanksgiving, right? Oh, dude, I'm on fire today. What? Kenny Velazzo. Jeezy Louise. Um, and if we have time, we'll find out why the Dutch Headwind Cycling Championships were cancelled. Headwind. Ooh. Cancelados los campeones holandeses de ciclismo de ceñida. Headwind. That's when you you cycle against the wind. I don't know. I don't know. Ceñida. This, what does ceñida actually mean? Do you know? Uh, algo ceñido es algo que te queda muy apretado. Ah, okay, okay. Bueno, it might be. I don't know. If there are any cycling experts, you'll tell us. The headwind champion. Well, it was cancelled. We'll find out why. Um, uh, And we have an incredible, unpopular opinion today. um, A part of our little series on, um, I guess, uh, body, body image, the way we look at ourselves physically. (laughs) Today's unpopular opinion. Fashion brands, las marcas de moda, should use ugly or regular looking models (laughs) models <laughs> that's it i mean it's an ugly, ugly to say ugly isn't it and i know none of you listening to the show today not one of you are ugly i know that i'm talking about the other people <laughs> i'm ugly i'm regular looking so las marcas de moda deberían utilizar modelos feos or de aspecto normal um, we'll get into that later. I know a lot of you are expecting me to say, no, let's be more inclusive. <laughs> let's encourage diversity. No, 
That's not my argument today. Although it may be the argument of the elves. But we'll get into that later, friends. Right now, I'm here. You're here. Natch is here. Let's see what's going on in the world today. Interesting news out of, um, out of Amazon today. Um, not the river, the company. <laughs> Jeff Bezos launched a program that actually paid Amazon workers thousands of dollars to quit. <laughs> Jeff Bezos launched a program that actually paid um, Amazon workers thousands of dollars to, pay, to quit. Jeff Bezos lanzó un programa que en realidad pagaba miles de dólares a los trabajadores de Amazon para renunciar. Would you quit if a company paid you? 30 days, <laughs> right? 30 days a year, me too. <laughs> if a company said, yeah, you know what, we're just going to pay, you know, why not? Why not? You know, what? I mean, if a company were going to pay me to quit, they'd have to pay me over what they'd have what they'd have to pay me if they fired me, I think. Do you know what I mean? I don't know how you feel about that, Natch. I'm not going to ask you. I don't want to put you in difficult um, uh, <laughs> difficult territory. But in case anyone's listening, you have to pay me more than, <laughs> more than you're legally required. Let's say 40 days a year. <laughs> um, un empleado que se queda en un sitio donde no quiere estar no es saludable ni para él ni para la empresa. Uh, work an employee staying somewhere they don't want to be isn't healthy for the employee or the company. That's what Jeff says. Jeff Bezos, known for his in innovative leadership at Amazon, implemented a unique pay-to-quit program, encourages encouraging employees to consider if they truly wanted to stay at the company. Starting with a two thousand dollar offer that increased annually. The program aimed to ensure a dedicated workforce by offering financial support to those who felt their future lay elsewhere. This initiative, along with the Career Choice Program, which prepaid 95% of tuition for courses in high-demand fields, highlighted Amazon's commitment to employee development and well-being. Hang on. Didn't we read news stories about Amazon warehouse staff peeing in bottles because they couldn't go to the bathroom. <laughs> Who's he treating this well? I don't know. Although the pay-to-quit program was suspended in 2022 following Amazon's rapid growth and um, operational challenges during the pandemic, these programs reflected Bezos' philosophy of valuing long-term success and employee satisfaction. Hmm. I believe in the States when you get fired, you don't get um, indemnify. Oh, that's uh, anyway, I'm speaking Spanglish. I don't believe you get um, uh, you get paid the same way we do in Europe. I believe it's all either a lot less or nothing. Uh, let's see what the chat is saying here. Good morning, BTI. Vero says, um, I can't imagine a bald Nacho. Ah, yeah, I know. Me neither. I mean, I do in my dreams. We could be two beautiful bald men match we could be <laughs> if you just let it happen let her rip no i'll be honest if i had as much hair as natch i wouldn't want to shave it like I'm, yeah i i had when i started shaving my hair i had that ghost hair you know the, the hair that kind of floats on the top <laughs> hair that is mainly made up of ideas and dreams <laughs> like a strong wind would remove it from my scalp that's at that point that's when i shaved Okay, um, a follow-up story here, Natch, on um, on the orcas, the killer whales, as we call them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the, an animal with a, a, an unfair amount of positive press. This is an, a, an animal with great marketing because orcas, killer whales, orcai, I think you say in Spanish, right? Um, they are actually the bullies of the ocean. They are terrible animals. But we love them because Free Willy. You, Free Willy, you, he's jumping over the wall, whatever. That's just good marketing. You see, orcas get Free Willy, sharks get Jaws. How is that fair? Orcas bully sharks. Did you know that, Natch? Um, well, we, we spoke about a story. Since 2020, orcas have been regularly harassing boats in the Strait of, um, of Gibraltar. Um, and the surrounding waters off the coast of the Iberian Peninsula. Remember that, Natch? We've spoken about orcas attacking boats. 
Okay, these um, these nautical raids were likely started by a pod, which is, you know, it's orca for gang. <laughs> Their gang colours, black and white. Um, by a pod including um, a whale by the name of White Gladys, a female orca who may have been traumatised by a past boat collision. So the unusual behaviour spread among other individuals who seem to be becoming more daring and efficient with their attacks. Um, and why are we talking about this today? Well, because there's been another attack. This piece of news coming from um, coming courtesy of Live Science. Orcas sink another boat in Europe after nearly, get this, an hour-long attack. These monsters... These orcas, these killer whales, attacked another boat for almost an hour. Um, las orcas hunden otro barco en Europa tras un ataque de casi una hora. My God. A pod of orcas in the Strait of Gibraltar attack and sank a Polish sailing yacht. You know what I like about these orcas, Natch? Just to, you know, give it a bit of a positive spin. They're not sailing poor people, but they're not sinking poor people's boats. <laughs> poor people don't have boats. We're talking about a Polish sailing yacht. You have at it, White Gladys and the gang. <laughs> the Grazi Mama on Halloween. That was the name of the boat, the Grazi Mama. And it was sunk on Halloween. Jeez Louise. Imagine being on that boat. It's Halloween and a bunch of sea slugs swim up to the surface and attack you for an hour. What a nightmare. This incident marks the fourth time in two years that orcas in this region have sunk a vessel. The attack lasted approximately 45 minutes off the coast of Morocco, during which the orcas repeatedly struck the yacht's rudder, causing significant damage and water ingress. Despite intervention from the Moroccan Navy, wow, we, and an attempt to tow the yacht to safety, it sank upon entering the port of Tanjamed. There you go. You know, lay off the sharks, Hollywood. <laughs> the real enemies here are the orcas, the bullies of the sea. Um, how are you doing, Min? Joining us all the way from uh, the Netherlands. Vero here, about to get a nivelazo. She says, Senido, tight fitting, tight, close fitting, painted on. Buy a nivelazo. What, like um, a pijos trousers? <laughs> Yeah, if you're not from, if you're an international listener, that's a joke for my Spanish friends. All right, final piece of news. I actually have quite a lot of news um, from the world of um, AI. I know a lot of you have said now that I've left off the AI news, you was, you've been saying, uh, Rob, we kind of rely on you for that news. Can you add some more in? Well, there is some AI news. Um, <clears throat> OpenAI, the company uh, responsible for Chat GPT and DALI 3 have um, had a developer, an OpenAI dev day, developer day, where they announced a ton of new functionality to um, AI that they offer or the services that they offer to developers. That's um, an extended context window. Now you may be asking, what's a context window? ChatGPT, when you write in to it, it has a very limited memory. So eventually, while you're chatting, it's going to forget the things you were talking about at the beginning of the chat. Well, apparently, it's extended its context length to 128,000 context window, which is approximately 300 pages. It's like enough to remember a novel. That's crazy. Um, it has a better memory retrieval across across a longer span of time. It has four new APIs. APIs are how developers of apps and websites communicate with functional functions on another website. I'm not going to bore you with this news, but I will post it into my um, into my Discord. Uh, sorry, into my Discord, into my Patreon, guys. You know you can join my Patreon for free now. You don't get all the bells and whistles as my actual paid supporters, but you do get a lot of news in English. All right. Um, uh, so there you go. There was a big OpenAI dev there. I'll um, release the, um, the the top things to note from there on my, um, on my uh, Patreon. Also, the first AI nation, El Primer Nation, Pais, 
de inteligencia artificial, Nach. Oh. Um, a ship with over 10,000 NVIDIA um, GPUs worth $500 million could become the first ever sovereign territory that relies entirely on um, artificial intelligence. My first question, how do I move there? <laughs> Un barco de 10,000 um, GPUs de NVIDIA Valorado en 500 millones de dólares podría convertirse en el primer territorio um, soberano. Oh, thank you. I got the I got the stoic nod from that. There, that was right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> de la historia cuyo futuro de, uh, dependa por completo de la inteligencia artificial. So this is an article from Tech Radar that discusses the Blue Sea Frontier. Compute Cluster, BSFCC. Basically, this is a massive floating data center, you know, where they house servers and things like that. A floating data center created by the US firm Dell Complex, which houses 10,000 GPUs from NVIDIA valued at $500 million. This barge or this boat, este barco, which operates in international waters could potentially avoid, get this, could avoid international AI regulations and taxes due to its location in a maritime no-man's land. Um, Dell Complex suggests that such autonomous data centers could become sovereign AI nation states free from regulatory oversight. Obviously, some complex news Um, with its pros and cons. Soberano, thank you, thank you. Good morning, Bridge. Vero's going to get another um, nivelazo. She's, she's killing it today. Boom, boom, boom. Será posible? Vaya nivelazo. Vaya nivelazo. All right, on that note, friends, let's go headfirst into today's Unpopular Opinion. Unpopular Opinion. Again, I know I had to rush through a lot of that news, but you can find it all on my Patreon. All right. Today's unpopular opinion is fashion brands should use ugly or regular-looking models. Las marcas de moda deb deberían utilizar modelos feos o de aspecto normal. How do you feel about this, Natch? I think the same, yes. True story, right? Um, do you know how they... Can you guess how they voted on Instagram? True. Is it true? They did say true. 70%, almost. 69% said true. Let's go through some um, pros and cons. Um, I, I did break some noses of our <laughs> poor, impoverished, enslaved Probo Show elves, and they provided me with some pros and cons, so let's get into them. In the pro column, agreeing that fashion brands should use models of all appearances. Yeah, well, I mean, particularly ugly and average-looking people. Using models who are considered average or unconventional in terms of beauty challenges the industry's narrow standards and promotes inclusivity, showing that fashion is for everyone, regardless of their looks. The majority of consumers are average-looking. Using models who reflect this can improve relatability and could enhance the customer's connection with the brand. This approach can help dismantle toxic beauty standards that can lead to body image issues, eating disorders, and low self-esteem among consumers who feel they can't measure up. And finally, embracing a diverse range of looks in fashion modeling can also encourage diversity in other areas such as race, size, age, and ability in enriching the cultural dialogue around beauty and identity. I imagine, Natch, for you, that covers pretty much your reasons for saying true, right? Um, I have another thought, much more pragmatic. <laughs> yeah, I'm here today to make everyone hate me. <laughs> Remember, guys, your tears are delicious and your anger, it only serves to make me more powerful. Let's continue. Um, in the con column, disagreeing with this, saying, no, 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 we should stay stick to using beautiful thin, beautiful models. Here we go. The fashion industry often sells not just clothes, but an aspirational image. Consumers may expect a certain level of glamour and aesthetic that aligns with traditional notions of beauty. 
High fashion brands in particular may feel their image is tied to exclusivity and luxury, which may they may believe is best represented by traditionally attractive models. Next, um, products might be perceived as more desirable when presented by people who fit the conventional beauty ideal, potentially driving sales and benefiting the brand's bottom line. The fashion industry operates on established standards that include a certain height, weight, and appearance criteria for models. Challenging these standards requires a shift in the entire industry's approach, which can be a slow and challenging process. Woo! So there you go. Those are your pros and cons, friends, for today's unpopular opinion, which is fashion brands should use ugly or regular-looking models. Las marcas de moda deberían utilizar modelos feos o de aspecto normal. 69% of our Instagram um, friends said true. But we don't care what they think. <laughs> what we care about is what you think, our live audience joining us on twitch.tv. Barra, professional bohemian. Let's take a quick look at the chat. Um, Vero here says, true, fashion should use real models, people you can see on the street, not people who look like they came out of magazines or even created by artificial intelligence. At the end of the day, most of the products they show are bought by normal people. True story. Some of the models are already ugly, says Eugene, with their artificial lips, eyelashes and boobs. True story. Okay, do you have any thoughts on this before I go into um, why I think they should? Not really. I agree that they, they should be every kind of basis. Okay, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask you a question, Natch. When you see a, a shaving advert, do you see it shaving a face with hair or without hair? Without hair. Without. Well, you shave, she, it's shaving a face with hair, and well, it ends up without hair. Yeah. yeah, but already shaved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you see these ads for washing up liquid. <laughs> Are they are they cleaning clean plates or dirty plates? They're cleaning dirty plates. Dirty plates, and they're showing how clean they become. So why is it they're modeling clothes? Let's face it, catwalk modeling, fashion modeling, they're advertisements for clothes. So why put them on people who would look good wearing anything? If you want me to buy your brand, your fashion brand, make someone who looks like me look good. With my weird body shape, my culibajo, as you say in Spanish, with my short legs and long torso, make my bald head look appetizing. <laughs> if you can do that, then I will um, consent to buying your clothes. But when you're when you're trying to sell your wares on people who just already look insanely good, then how do I... That's not a responsibility of the clothing. You could put that person in a potato sack, in a bin liner, in, you know, you could wrap them in cling foil, or cling film, sorry, papel de plástico, and they would still look good. So that's not a comment on the, the beauty of the designs that you're showing. That's just, you know... That's like selling face creams by using these 14-year-old girls. You know what I mean? It just makes no sense. And it, you're not fooling anyone, fashion industry. If you want us to buy your clothes, show regular, normal people wearing them. Make us look good. Right? Because if, you, if you're using some svelte, amazing-looking Swedish model, you know, you're not making an average person look good. MJ Symbol C here says, the man's got a point. Well done, Rob. Thank you. Thank you. I don't even think this is about inclusivity. I don't think it's about standards. I don't think it's about diversity. I just think it's about good salesmanship. If you want to show off your designs and how your designs make a person look and feel, do it on an average looking person. We don't sell soap by um, showing it clean things that are already clean do we now we don't sell the sharpness of a razor by having it glide along a already smooth face no we show the results and that my friends is today's unpopular opinion <laughs> fashion brands should use ugly or regular looking models all right friends 
Um, las marcas de moda deberían utilizar modelos feos o de aspecto normal. All right, friends, I'm going to post a poll in the chat. And you, my friends, are going to tell me, what do you think? What do you think? Should they be using normal-looking people? Or should they continue using people who are already beautiful? Hmm. Um, as, you know, that's just my opinion, friends. As Grandpa Bo, Bo used to say, opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. I want to know yours. Um, we'll get to the uh, chat and read your comments. We'll read some comments I received on Instagram in the second half before we get into today's complete the news and 100 humans. What a show, friends. So many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. I'll see you in a few minutes. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind the scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P R O B O H. Okay. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. How are we doing out there, folks? Oh my god, what a good time we've been having. Um, if you're just tuning in, it's currently 9 a.m. Central European Time, 3 a.m. for our friends in Eastern Standard Times, 3 p.m. for our friends in Hong Kong and the Philippines. Good morning. And for those of you, you angelic beings, you beautiful people joining us um, in podcast land, we are available in all good podcast directories. Just search for The Probo Show. Uh, hi, how are you doing? You're looking great today. <laughs> all right, what have we been talking about? Well, we, um, we looked at um, an interesting thing that came out about Jeff Bezos and his program that actually paid Amazon workers to quit. A brilliant quote here. Quote here: um, An employee staying somewhere they don't want to be isn't healthy for the employee or the company. Interesting, interesting. Um, we did a follow-up on the killer whales that are sinking boats around Europe. Another attack. This time, a Polish sailing vessel called the Grazie Mamma <laughs> on Halloween. You shouldn't say it like that. If you say it, it's racist. I, when I say it, I'm half Italian, so I can say that. The Grazie Mamma. Hey, it's me, Mario. <laughs> and finally, we looked at um, the first ever AI nation. First ever sovereign territory of artificial intelligence. Well, not really, but the AI industry is figuring out a way to avoid AI regulations by having a data center that floats um, in, um, in no man's land, in, uh, in the sea. That is not controlled by any country. Interesting stuff. And we also did a little look at the um, OpenAI Dev Day. Not enough time to go through each point there. But um, but there are certainly um, a lot of things worth looking at. You can find all those in my Patreon. You can now join for free. You don't get everything, but you can join it for free. All right. Um, so let's get into today's unpopular opinion, which was... Fashion brands should use ugly or regular-looking people. All right, let's see. Let's um, uh, let's see what people were saying. Um, you got you got my vote. Says uh, symbol. Thank you, thank you. My question is: If you don't have any hair, what's the point in shaving it every day? Si no tienes pelo, why shave it every day? Asks Vero. Like I have hair. Look. Being bald, you don't go bald evenly all over your head. I go, I've go, i gone bald like a monk, you know. I'm bald on the top, and, uh, you know, I have a long back and sides. That's why you have to shave. That's why it has to be done. Um, uh, let's continue. Um, okay, Coco has some thoughts. As we know, Coco is um, an influencer in the fashion niche. Um, and she has some thoughts about today's unpopular opinion, which is that um, fashion brands should use... Regular-looking people and not skinny, beautiful people. She says, I think great brands use skinny models because clothes look better on them. To see how the clothes look on normal people, there is Instagram. Um, I kind of don't agree. 
you know what I mean? I don't agree. If you want to show you how great and beautiful your designs are, make everyone look good in them, not just skinny people. And they look better on skinny people. You know, it's like Vaughn. It's like a Vaughn, the company that I work at, an English academy, right, here in Spain. It's like them advertising their products um, with a guy named James from Oxford. Oh, I improved my English so much with Vaughn. Listen to how beautifully I speak. It's irrational and silly. <laughs> if you're a fashion brand, you want to impress me, you know, make someone like me look good in your clothes. Anyway, she continues, but the clothes that um, skinny people wear, um, uh, or the, the, the skinny girls wear in fashion show is not, are not the clothes normal people wear in the streets. Um, so if I had to show my art, I would choose a perfect woman as well, but it's just art. All right. Um, a nibble back, says the bridge. As you know, I like to nibble the ears of my podcast listeners. <laughs> so some fair points there from um, from Coco. But what we should do right now is go into the results of the poll. All right. Before we get into the comments, let's go through the results. So I said that fashion brands should be using average looking or ugly even models. You guys said... 75% true. I feel like if I had kept going, I would have convinced more people, Natch. If I'd have kept going, I didn't. I stopped. All right. So um, I did get some messages with um, with uh, regards to this. Eliza or Elisa said, there's art in fashion and that often means a certain look. But yeah, sometimes I think we should shake things up a bit. Um, Ravi writing to us again. Um, Ravi says, it's essential to challenge norms. Fashion is a cultural mirror and should reflect society's diversity, not just a single standard of beauty. Theo says, um, Theo said, look, I get the push for realness, but let's not forget fashion is aspirational. Brands have a vision and that often means showcasing idealized beauty. It's just a business. And I will push back on that, Theo, by saying, yeah, it's a business. So if, you, if your clothes are really that beautiful, make normal people look good. <laughs> Don't showcase them on people that are already beautiful. Um, and it seems like a few of you agree. A few of you. My God, they're banging upstairs, Natch. Can you hear that? Jeezy, Louisey. And there's probably a couple right above the studio having a very good morning. <laughs> All right, so, um, so as a final thought to this, let's wrap it up for today. Um, yeah, I understand that it's a business and that it's an art form. I mean, if I were, if I wanted to create a piece of art, would I do it on a canvas that was full of holes? No, I'd do it on um, as good a canvas as possible. I mean, to a certain degree, I understand the fashion industry and why they insist on using beautiful people. But let's be honest. I mean, it's not really even about representation for me. It's not about... Um, fat or thin or challenging beauty standards. It's more about representing the actual people who wear the clothes, you know? The people who wear the clothes tend not to be amazing Swedish, tall, svelte people. <laughs> they tend to be people like me, kind of ordinary looking with short legs and long torsos and big bellies. I mean, if you really want your clothes to stand out and look good, why not? Hang them on a body that is a bit more representational, is all I say. Um, a body that looks a little bit more like the bodies you would encounter on the street. Just an idea and just an opinion, as Grandpa Boy used to say. Opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one. They all stink, including mine. Friends, thank you. That was today's unpopular opinion. Let's go to 100 Humans. <laughs> my friends it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys and on that walk i encountered a hundred humans and i asked them all a question today's question is name something a bald man could model feeling triggered natch <laughs> name something a bald man could model I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I am in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the chat is to identify those top 
seven answers. Name something a bald man could model. All right. I don't know, you know. I just want to know, you know, what I could model. Just in case. <laughs> I have a, sw- uh, a change of career. So I asked, and they answered. Um, all right. We're getting some answers coming to the chat. But, as always, as customary, my friends, we go to the one and only Oracle to give us our first answer. Oracle, what do you think? Razors. Razors. He's thinking. Natch here is playing 3D chess, friends. <laughs> the rest of us here, we just, you know, participating. Natch is playing 3D chess. Razors. Or let's say shaving products. Productos de afeitado. Right? Shaving products. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done, Natch. Seven of a hundred humans said shaving products, and it is in fourth place. Well done, shaving products. Do you use one of those special, do you use like the Gillette razors with seven blades and God knows what? No. No, me neither. I use the cheapest <laughs> razors, and I, and I persistently cut my head <laughs> when I shave. I need to invest in a better razor. All right. Um, cars, says Vero. Coches. Coaches are cars there. Hmm. No, it's not. It's not there. It's a great answer. Bald man in a car. Um, Eugene. Eugene says hats. Hats. Sombreros. Gorras. Gorro. Hats. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. And Eugene, with 52 of 100 humans, it's the number one answer. Eugene, joining us all the way from Russia, is on fire. The man's on fire. All right. Hmm. I'm going to have to give you some clues. You guys uh, you guys are stuck today. Something a bald man could uh, could model. Okay, a few, one of these, two of these, I'm wearing right now. Oh, my God. If you're not even watching the chat, you have no idea. Two of these I'm wearing right now. Um, Also, one of the answers, if you were ashamed of being bald, I don't know, God knows why you would be. If you were ashamed of being bald, you might wear one of these. Hmm. To hide your baldness. It's not a hat. Do you know where it is, Natch? Peluquín, we... A wig, well done, or a toupee. Eugene here says, um, Sam says wigs, well done, Sam. It was their second most popular answer. Um, Shaving cream says Eugene. Eugene, we've had that answer, shaving products under the same kind of umbrella. Okay, two of these I'm wearing right now. (laughs) Other than, well, you know what? Let's give Eugene shaving cream. Yeah, all right. Well done. Well done. Well done. Why? Because the seventh most popular item here is a skincare product. Skincare products. I would consider shaving cream. Skincare. Do you use shaving cream, Natch? Or soap? Uh, none. N- none? No, because I only save, like, My the God. Maquinilla. <laughs> He's like, yeah. yeah, you say that. I think you're a real man. <laughs> you know what? When I shaved my beard, I didn't use anything either. And my skin toughened up and I never got rashes or anything like that. Whereas my friends who use shaving cream constantly, persistently got rashes. But yeah, it's there. Skincare, skincare things. All right. Vero says, Vero and Sam say glasses. Glasses. Particular kind of glasses. Go on, I'm going to give it to you. Well done, guys. Well done. I was looking for gafas del sol. Gafas del sol. Um, sunglasses. Third most popular answer. 12 of 100 humans. So there are still two things that I am wearing right now that um, uh, that are in the list. Name something a bald man could model. <laughs> Two things I'm wearing right now. Wearing, mm, using, hmm, Desol. Ah, sorry, is it not Delsol? Oh, my, my, my bad. 
Can we get a nivelazo for um, the bridge? What? nivelazo? Sam and Eugene both say a watch reloj. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Okay, there's one more. There's one more that I'm wearing, using right now. Uh, watches is there. Four of a hundred humans said that one. It's in fifth place. Name something a bald man could um, <laughs> could model. These are used recreationally. Um, they're used recreationally to listen to things. Oh, my God. I've just given it away. Eugene. Veros's T-shirts. T-shirts is not there. Wah, wah, wah. Um, Sam says shoes. True. Also good answer, but it's not there. <laughs> the bridge and Eugene have an answer. Do you know what it is, Natch? Headphones. Headphones. Well done. <laughs> you know, a bald man can do can model all those things and more. But the only thing a bald man can't model is shampoo and conditioner and trenthas. I don't know. Ponytails. <laughs> oh, what was this? Uh, Viesel, Vin Diesel is a bad influence on me, says Vero. What a voice, Vin Diesel. My God. All right, so let's go through the list. I asked 100 humans to name something a bald man could model. Nombra algo que un calvo pueda modelar. In position number seven, we had skincare products. Yeah, I wonder if I'm supposed to wear skincare products on my head. Is that the th- is that a thing? I know how you like when you the biggest danger if you're a bald man is um, <laughs> is going out in the sun. So tend I tend to put like a lot of sun cream factor a million on my head. <laughs> but that's the only kind of skincare regimen my uh, I do on my head. And uh, in terms of like shaving cream, I just use soap. I don't know why I'm telling you all this. Too much information. In position number. We had headphones, auriculares, headphones, something Natch and I are both wearing. Um, in position number five um, was reloj or relojes. Do you not say relojes de muñeca or de brazo or algo así? Reloj de muñeca, sí. Reloj de muñeca. The translation elf, letting me down today. In position number four, we had shaving products, seven of 100 humans said that one, fourth place. Uh, productos de afeitado. Um, so you don't use um, the seven, yeah, I use the sh- cheap razors too. But I've, I saw a video on YouTube that compared the, the efficacy of the more expensive kind of like Gillette seven razors and, you know, and it massages your scalp and things. And apparently they, are, they do actually work a lot better. I'm thinking about, thinking about buying one. You know what works best for a bald head natch? <laughs> the ladies' leg raisers. <laughs> they do. They, they are phenomenal. Anyway, sorry. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting distracted again. Okay, in position number three. Gafas del Sol sunglasses. Something a bald man can model, of course. I'm paying more attention to the glasses, less attention to the ugly, filthy hair. <laughs> in position number two was peluquin, peluca, wig, or toupee. I think peluquin is a toupee. And a wig, which covers the whole head, is a, pe- a peluca, right? Is that right? I don't know. Natch is shrugging. He's like, I don't know. I don't need to know that, Baldy. That's your territory. You're the expert in that. <laughs> and finally, in position number one. Well done to, I think it was Eugene who got that one. 52 of 100 humans said hats. Hats, well done. To keep your head away from the cold, why not? Hats, well done, guys. Let's go to complete the news. Complete the news! Okay, my friends, it's time. Reloj de pulsera, says the bridge. Thank you. And Vero, can we get a nivelazo for these guys? Será posible? Buy a nivelazo. Um, I'm glad you sorted that out. I was worrying I couldn't figure out the two wigs. I think that's it. I think peluquin is a toupee, just designed to cover a little bit of your head. And a peluca, a wig, is the one that covers the whole head. I think. If you're an expert in that, let me know. But I think that's right. 
Um, a, and a watch is reloj de pulsera. Okay. All right. Um, today, this is complete the news. I'm going to give you a real news headline. Okay, a real one. Um, the first one from ABC7 Los Angeles. But I'm going to leave out some important information. Using the three clues I give you, you are going to complete the news. If you're watching in chat and you aren't participating, friends, this is your moment because all you have to write is A, B, or C. You'll see how this works very quickly. So here we go. A Florida roofing company, una empresa de tejados de Florida. <laughs> Thank you, Florida, for being here and practically feeding the complete the news section. A Florida roofing company is giving a free turkey, un pavo, va a regalar un pavo, a free turkey and blank with roof purchases con la compra de un tejado as part of its Thanksgiving special, como parte de su oferta especial de Acción de Gracias. All right. Florida Roofing Company is giving a free turkey and blank with roof purchases as part of its Thanksgiving special. Is it A, champagne? Champan in Spanish. Champagne. Is it B, a baby alligator? Or is it C, an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle? <laughs> okay, let's see. Am I throwing you off today? Am I throwing you a confusing one today? Is it going to be what you think? Mm, think about this one, guys. Florida Roofing Company giving away a free turkey and blank with roof purchase with a roof purchase as part of a Thanksgiving special. Una empresa de tejados de Florida regala un pavo y blank con la compra de un tejado como parte de su oferta especial de acción de gracias. Is it A, champagne? Champagne. B, a baby alligator? Uh, un caiman pequeño? I don't know. Or C, an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle, un fusil semi-automatico uh, AR-15. AR-15, I don't know. Okay, the chat has decided on one. What do you think, Natch? A. You think A, champagne. Natch playing um, 3D chess here. All you guys, sois mal, mal pensados. We don't have a translation for this in Spanish. All you guys, are, uh, in English, sorry. All you guys are saying C. You're jaded. You think it's an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle. Natch, he's thinking a bit more positively about humankind. Let's see who's right. Okay, Florida Roofing Company giving a free turkey and... It is C, an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle. Florida! <laughs> Florida, friends. A Florida roofing company, Roof EZ, a theta, is offering a unique Thanksgiving promotion. Customers who purchase a roof during November not only receive um, a frozen turkey, un pavo congelado, but also a free AR-15 automatic rifle. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. <sighs> so there you go. Um... Uh, the, apparently, the, uh, the company's president sees it as a complete package, providing a roof for a home, protection, a turkey for family gathering, and a rifle for personal surf safety. My God. <laughs> My God. All right. Okay. Next, we're going to go to the Dutch Headwind Cycling Championship. Okay. I still haven't got a good, um, uh, a good translation for Headwind. Vento, viento de contra, I think it is. Viento de contra. Dutch Headwind Cycling Championship is cancelled because blank. Dutch Headwind Cycling Championship is cancelled because blank. Is it oh, cancelado los campeonatos holandeses de, de ciclismo? ciclismo? Contraviento, maybe? Nah. Um, Por qué blank? Is it A, because it's too windy? 
I think demasiado, demasiado viento. Is it B? Because it's not windy enough. No hace suficiente viento. Or is it C? Because the organizers lost the bikes. <laughs> Dutch headwind cycling championships cancelled because A. It's too windy. B. It's not windy enough. Or C. Um, the organizers lost the bikes. Los organizadores perdieron las bicicletas. Dutch headwind cycling championships. Um, uh, campeonatos holandeses de ciclismo contra viento. A, B or C. Too windy, not windy enough, or the organizers lost the bikes. What do you think, Natch? A. You think A, too windy for the... <laughs> the headwind cycling championship. Too windy. You know what? The chat seems to agree with you. The chat seems to agree. You're at a consensus of A. All right, so here we go. Dutch headwind con um, uh, contra viento or viento de contra. Dutch headwind cycling championships cancelled because... You nailed it, Natch. Too windy. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Irony, friends. The Dutch Headwind Cycling Champions, uh, Championships, an event known for its challenging conditions, was ironically cancelled due to excessive strong winds with gusts over 40 miles per hour, posing safety risks. Despite the event's reputation for taking place during storms, the intensity of the wind forced the organisers to cancel. All right, friends, again, all the links and things that I used in today's show will be available on my Patreon at some point this morning. Uh, you can join it for free, um, so I'll see you there. Guys, thank you so much. It was an amazing day. So many things you could have done this morning instead of doing those things. You took the time to spend some time with Natch and me, me and the Natch, and it means the world. See you tomorrow. <laughs>